As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, it's Wendy. And it's Jess. And you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast, your online resource for delicious and nutritious living. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Happy holidays. If you don't celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays. (laughs) Ironically enough, this episode is coming out on Christmas. And so we still wanted to bring you an episode, but we thought we'd do something a little different. Um, So today we're going to be re-airing one of our most popular episodes that we think is really timely. But before we get into that, Jess, how's it going? How's your holidays? My holidays are going great. It is bright and early over here in California time. And Wendy's in DR. So instead of a three hour time difference, there's a four hour time difference. Um, So I actually went to a holiday party last night that was so, so, so fun at my co-working space in Oakland. I love this space. It's incredible. It's for basically like a diverse group of women identifying folks and they have everything you can think of. Even last night at the event, they had like tarot card readings and massages and there was like a cookie exchange and a clothing exchange that was like a little boutique shop. It was incredible. And like all these really cool local vendors who made like all of my favorite type of jewelry and also natural beauty stuff. It was just so fun. Oh, that sounds really cute. I saw the IG stories. I was like, oh my God, that jewelry looks really fly and I need to get me some of that. Yeah, I accidentally messed up because there was a piece of jewelry that I wanted that had Herkimer. It was like a bracelet that had Herkimer diamonds in it. And I was like chatting with the guy who makes them and they're all, everything was handmade. And I was like, oh, I love Herkimer. And he's like, what? You're the second person who's ever even known what it was. Cause it's a, it's a diamond. It's not a, a diamond diamond, but it's like, looks like a diamond. It's from New York. Do you know what it is? No. Okay. <laughs> I just love it. It's so pretty. And anyway, I was like, okay, I'm going to come back and buy one. And he had written a tag that said $14. It said 14. So I was like, perfect. Like, I'm going to just get this for my, a gift for myself. <laughs> and then I'm ready to buy it. And he like puts it on me. He takes the tag off everything. And then he's like, okay, that'll be 85. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I felt so bad, but you you know, it was just, it's not in my budget right now. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought it was 14. He's like, 14? You think this Hargamore talk is 14? <laughs> I was like, dang, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. But um, I ended up not getting it because it just, that did not go on my budget that night. Um, but I will definitely get my coins t- together to support him another day. <laughs> but why did it say 14? Was it like 14 gold plated or something? that was... 
No, there was no gold. There was no gold in it. He said that was like the item number. Oh. But okay. that's confusing. Exactly. You gotta have prices. Yeah. I'm like, we gotta have prices, everybody. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Raise your hand if you've tried millions of skincare products. I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. If you tried a whole lot and none of them seem to do what it is that you want them to do. Your skin is unique and what works for your friend or that girl that you follow on IG, it might not work for you. And speaking for myself, I just don't have the space in my medicine cabinet to have all of these skincare products. It can be really confusing figuring out what you should go with. You know your face needs. You know your skincare needs, but trying to sort through all of the product options and expert advice that's out there can be overwhelming. And skincare really shouldn't be that hard. Enter our podcast sponsor for this week, SkinSay. SkinSay offers a five-minute online diagnostic that will assess your skincare needs and provides you with a skincare routine recommendation based on your entire lifestyle. There's no confusion, no guesswork, and all of the products get delivered to your door with free shipping. And hint, they're aren't a million products they send you like a very manageable amount of products and everything has a function skin takes into account things like climate air quality uv sleep diet exercise all these things that impact your skin that you don't really think about and they take on a holistic approach to decide what products work best for your skin So let's say you live in a really sunny place and you're getting lots of UV exposure. SkinSay will take that into account when figuring out what products are going to work best for your skin. Same if you live on the East Coast like I do and the weather right now is really dry or it's really cold. They take that into account when figuring out what products are going to be best for you. What I love is that SkinSay products, they work without upsetting your skin's own rhythm and biology. They're all microbiome friendly and contain prebiotics and plant extracts. If you want to give SkinSay a try, which you definitely should, I've been using it for a few weeks now and the products have been doing wonders for my skin. You can go to SkinSay.com. That's S-K-I-N. SEI.com forward slash heaven, as in food heaven. Again, that's skinsay.com forward slash heaven. And you'll be able to get a free diagnostic and get 20% off of your first order. Just make sure that you use that code heaven. All right. So let us know what you think if you give them a try. And let's get back to our episode. How's it going in the DR? It's going good. I was telling Jess, I'm like, girl, we got to record this intro ASAP because my neighbor, it's like a nightclub 24-7. And when she starts blasting that music, there's no telling what's going to happen. Like, and that's why I was like, if we don't record this intro now, like (laughs) it's going to be a lot of Dominican music playing in the background. And also it's holiday season. So there's like literally parties happening Every day of the week, 24-7. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, just last night we we like went out to go like see some live music. But it's just like a very festive Ooh. time of the year. So, um, yeah, it's a little hard to be in work mode while I'm here because I'm just so distracted by everything yeah. that's going on. Um, but it's going good. Um, I was telling Jess about my scammer story, too. So oh I goodness. got to DR and already like 
I've been scammed. Well, thankfully, I was able to get my money back. But do you think it's worth sharing? Maybe I can like condense the story real quick. Yeah, maybe condense it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, me and my godmother had been like communicating. We were playing phone tag. And so I just sent her a voice note on WhatsApp because I wasn't able to get in touch with her. Like, hey, I'm on my way to DR. I'll talk to you when I get over there. And so she sends me a message and she's like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. When you get over there, I need you to send this lawyer some money through like a wire transferring service that we have here. So like, I need you to send this lawyer some money. It's really urgent. It has to be done by the end of the day. Um, because For what though? Well, she was saying that like her friend is coming to New York and he needs to bring this like legal paperwork with him, but she has to get paid first. And I figured like she has property here. So I was like, oh, she probably just needs, you know, needs like this done or whatever. And she was like, yeah, just like, you know, um, send the lawyer the money and I'll send you the money back tomorrow. I was like, okay, no problem. So I get here. You know, I go to the to the money transferring place. They're charging me hella money to send it. So I was like, forget it. I'm just going to do it online because I'll save money that way. I did it online. I sent her the confirmation. Lo and behold, my godmother's calling me like 10 minutes later oh, just no. to check in on me to make sure I got in okay. And I'm like, I got in okay. I did everything you told me. We're good. And she's like, girl, what are you talking about? <gasps> she's like... I I was like the money that you told me to send. She's like, I didn't tell you to send me no money, girl. She's like, my phone got hacked today. I'm not even. Yeah. She's like, I'm not even calling you for my number right now. Like somebody got into my phone. And I was like, well, what? Because apparently this has been happening to other people in the family. And we have a group chat. So I'm like, when was anyone going to say something? Like, so I was the idiot that fell and sent the damn money. Um, I immediately hung up on her ass and I called the money transferring service. I was like, y'all need to cancel this immediately whatever they weren't able to cancel it until the following day because the office here were closed the offices here were closed but whoever was you know they were technically still able to pick up the money so they're messaging me like did you send the money and at that point I knew it wasn't her and I was like yeah I was like I'm gonna send it tomorrow I'm really busy because I didn't want them to go and, and like take out the money and it was a significant amount of fucking money so I've been like the butt of everybody's jokes because they're like, girl, we began those messages every day. Like, how could you fall for that one? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't even it just made sense in my head. And I was also on my way to the airport. So I wasn't thinking like fully. I was just fucking tired and half asleep. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. No problem. I didn't, you know, whatever. So anyways, I got scammed. But thankfully, I was able to get my money back. They were able to cancel it. And yeah, that that was my my big welcome to the DR. I was that is horrific. <laughs> I was so over it. So was your godmother? Was she saying like she's gonna pay you back, or she was just saying send the money and like that's it? No, no, no. She was like, I'll send you back the money tomorrow. She's like, I'm oh. at work right now. She was like, I'm at work, so I can't go to the money transferring um like place. So can you like just do it for me since you're gonna be in DR and it's it's right next to my house, the money transfer. Oh my god, what an elaborate scam. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Well, I guess you gotta verify via voice note these days. Oh well, yeah. (laughs) My dad and my dad kept telling me like, why don't you call her before you do this? Because he was like, this just seems really weird. And I was like, (laughs) no, I was like, let's just go ahead and get it done already. Because I had like hella other stuff to do too. And he's like, all right. He's like, if that's what you want to do, but I think you should call her. And I didn't take his advice. And and he's like going in on me. He's like, right, Pa knows best. Yeah, he's like, that's what happened. 
happens when you don't listen to your father. Um, but yeah, aside from that, things are going really well. I'm really happy to be home. My mom has been spoiling me. I've been eating all the good food and Aww. yeah, you know, just in the holiday spirit. That sounds amazing. And it seems like it's sunny out there, right? Oh yeah. It's like the perfect weather. It's like eighties. It gets kind of like chilly at night, which is like seventies. Cause in the summer it can get like, it could just get way too hot. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like perfect because yeah, it's like comfortable. I can go out and not feel like I'm melting away. Um, but yeah, definitely for next year, I'm going to be here for three weeks. And then I think I told you we have that Columbia trip. Like when I get back, it's kind of back to back. It's for it's like a college reunion trip that I have in Colombia. Um, but I'm looking forward to like just doing more like staycations and spending more time home next year. Do you have like any New Year um, visions or goals or anything like that? Well, my mom is doing hosting a vision board party. Oh, so nice. yeah, I'm really excited about that. She's inviting her friends who are freaking adorable and gorgeous. And uh, my sister, the one who's local, my other sister is actually moving back here from Florida. So we're going to do that like in the new year. And I haven't really thought about it yet. I mean, definitely just rethinking everything in terms of like work and how I work is something that I've been thinking a lot about this, this, as we come to a close in the year and just, you know, kind of what works best for me. Same thing with like health and fitness, kind of reevaluating like what I do with my patients. I call it the body kindness. Well, I don't call it, I'm copying <laughs> Rebecca Scritchfield, who's a dietitian who's been on our podcast a couple of times. Um, she did the body kindness episode and she wrote a book called Body Kindness. And she has this idea of like a blueprint and, and the blueprint is like you kind of figuring out what it means to take care of yourself and writing that all down. Um, and that's could be part of like a vision board thing too. And so it's like, how are you, how are you kind to yourself basically in a sustainable way? And I have my patients kind of do this as we come to a close with working together. And I always tell people to reevaluate that every six months or so. And that's kind of what I'm doing now. It's like, yeah, what does work best for me? <laughs> and in terms of work, play, all the different things, travel, and I'm realizing that less is more. And just really focusing on relationships and um, and exploring things that are, like Wendy said, like closer to home, more local, making more of an effort because I'm not the best with making new friends. I feel like making new friends as an adult is like kind of like dating in a way. Um, and I, it was so cool because I feel like I kind of made some new friends last night, but um, I've always been the type where all my friends now, they're like, usually even people who've kind of pursued me as a friend. And so now that I'm like, all my friends don't live here really anymore. I mean, some do, but most don't live here. It's like that whole new thing of, okay, like, how do you start cultivating new relationships? This is actually probably a good podcast episode too. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's like a therapist who has tips on this, or you guys send me DMs with your tips on how do you cultivate friendships, like new ones as an adult. Um, so that's kind of what my new year is all about. What about you? Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, I'm going to try to just keep up with the friends that I have. Because mm -hmm, <laughs> I mean, I do though. I do a pretty good job at just like, because yeah, I just have a really like close knit community in New York. Um, 
you know, and so I don't know that I have um, the bandwidth to take on like new friendships that um, that have depth, you know, like mm-hmm. unless I, you know, like when you meet someone and you just have like that soul connection that you're just like, I love you. Like, I feel like I've known you since forever. Unless it's that I'm not really interested in like making new friends because I have like really great friendships already. And it's like, it's a bit of a task just kind of like keeping up, making sure everyone's doing okay, like making time to, you know, hang out. But I feel like my friends are all like really good with that. And we, you know, we, we're like all very realistic with our time and like everything else that we have going on. And when we do spend time together, it's really great. And we'll like go all out, like we'll do trips together or we'll do sleepovers and it's like really fun. Um, but that is like, it's, you know, it takes time. So I just want to like focus on, uh, you know, growing these friendships that I already have. I'm, I'm always open, though, to meeting new people. And that's <laughs> always fun. You know, I just don't know that it's going to be like on my priority. Um, and, you know, just like spending time with family. I feel like it's really just like building on the goals that I've always had, because these are just values that are really important to me. So just like trying to stay on top of those things. Um, and I do want to be more intentional, though, just like about the about the homecations, because like I love spending time at home and like it's very easy for me to just sign up for this trip or this thing and then it's like I'm gone all the time and especially for 2020 like I'm planning on going away for a couple of months at the end of the year and so for most of the year I want to be home like I want to just you know have a really solid routine going um what else what else do I want to focus on you know what and this relates uh this relates to today's uh topic I want to focus on minding my business more because I Mm. naturally tend to like insert myself into you know things like any problems that might be happening with family or friends and and like I just involve myself because I'm concerned and because I care but then it kind of backfires because I'm completely drained and I overcommit my energy So for 2020, I want to be more objective. And like, I was just listening to this podcast episode and they were talking about, uh, and this has, this is not related at all to like what I'm talking about, but I thought that there was a connection there because they were like, um, oh, do you, you know, go to anyone for like marriage advice? Because uh, the woman who was being interviewed, I think she's been married for like 10 years and stuff and just talking about lessons learned and like, you know, do you have any mentors? And she's like, what I've learned is that nobody knows what they're talking about and people <laughs> need to just mind their business. <laughs> and I That's really, I, mean, I feel like everyone has, their experience and it's all very valuable and valid but most of the time people are not asking you for their opinion like I think if you're being asked it's different but I want to be a little more mindful of it because for me naturally I just kind of like share my thoughts on things um Mm. and you know someone might not necessarily want to hear that and so that's something that I definitely um want to work on Big news, you guys. Somebody's getting married. Can you guess who it is? Take a guess. No, it's not Wendy. It's my sister and I'm really excited for her. And now they're saving up to have an official wedding of their dreams this July. And of course, as my sister is planning, I had to tell her about this week's podcast sponsor, Zola, because Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful with wedding websites, registry, invites, and a guest list manager all in one place. They also have free wedding website designs, 
my sister actually used their wedding website design and sent me a text afterwards. And she goes, oh my God, I'm making my website Anzola. It's so cute. And then she did three crying faces. They have hundreds of gorgeous designs and templates for every type of style. I know I'm rustic, but she's more like classic. They also have the highest rated registry of all time. You can register for gifts, experiences, and honeymoon funds. Plus they have beautiful, affordable invites and paper, and they'll help you collect addresses and track online RSVPs with their free guest list manager. Zola has helped a million couples get married and they'll help you too. So if you want to be like my sister, you want to make sure that you do this the right way in the simple way. So sign up at zola.com slash food heaven today to get your free personalized paper sample. Then use the code save 50 to get 50% off your save the dates. That's zola.com Z-O-L-A.com slash food heaven and promo code save 50. Acuity is a Squarespace company and they are that scheduling assistant that works 24 seven behind the scenes to fill your calendar, taking hours and hours of work off your plate or work off someone else's plate that you're paying. With Acuity, you can focus on all of the other important aspects of your business or side hustle. Never ask what time works for you again. I personally hate like the back and forth scheduling and I like being able to just allow people to book and rebook on their own in their own time zone at a time that works for them. Acuity enables you to look even more professional by offering a convenient scheduler that consistently matches your brand voice. And we know a lot of you guys are dietitians or health professionals who may even have a private practice. And Acuity is great because you can schedule for different locations and multiple employees. And it also lets you do membership and subscriptions, which I know a lot of dietitians, we have different membership services and packages that we offer. So it's nice to have a scheduling platform that can also manage the payment portal. I love Acuity because you can collect everything that you need to know about a client as soon as they book by asking clients to fill out customizable intake forms when scheduling. It's great because you can keep all of the information neat and tidy in one place. No more going back and forth to your different Google Drive folders or whatever it is to find exactly the information that you're looking for. Acuity keeps your clients prompt with text and email reminders and they dramatically reduce no-show rates by accepting deposits or full payments up front. And as a healthcare provider, I know that no-show equals no money. So we really want to try to eliminate that. And last but not least, you can get notified anytime a new appointment is booked and check your schedule right from your phone. You can even tell Acuity to automatically update the calendars you already use like Google, Outlook, iCloud, or Office 365 so you can keep your busy life in sync all in one place. So if you're ready to save time and money by using Acuity Scheduling, we have a special hookup code for you. Y'all ready for it? For a limited time only, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free, no credit card required by going to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheaven. That's acuityscheduling, A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com slash foodheaven. Now back to the episode. I was talking to one of my friends, <laughs> Kat. She's a, one of our mutual friends um, about that as well. Cause I, we were chatting with, it was me, Kat and Marley. 
And we were talking about Marley had recommended this like kind of this book that was that seemed really good. I actually bought it. I haven't started it yet. I I forget what it was called, but it was just about like kind of simplifying your life. And uh, I hope it's okay to share. But Kat was like, yeah, I, I feel like for me, I'm not really focused as much on like taking in all that information about like how to take care of yourself and about like what you should be doing. Cause she's like, I feel like I'm really good at like cultivating that for myself and like listening to my inner wisdom. And it's really more about like tuning out what everybody's saying and like really checking in with like what works for me without all those external, um, yeah, all the external opinions kind of thing. So I, totally feel you on that. Like not sharing them as much, not, um, listening to them. Cause it really is true. It's like, nobody really knows what's going on with your particular life. It's always just an opinion or something that works best for somebody. I think the same thing is true with nutrition. People come to me and want to, me to give them the answers for everything, but really they have the answers within themselves. And I kind of coach them towards that realization. Um, And so I think even with like this podcast, which I love, and I feel like I get so much value from like going back and listening to it every week. But even with that, it's like taking what really works well for you. And I think for some things, you know, especially if you're new in your self-care journey, it can give you some great ideas for stuff. But at the same time, it's like also listening to your inner wisdom about what's really best, I think is critical. Yeah, that's a great point because speaking for myself, like I'm so impressionable. And so like anything that you tell me like, oh, you know, if you give me like an opinion about something um, that I might be going through or like your thoughts on something, I'm so impressionable that I'll be like, yeah, that's exactly how that's that's what I should do. And then someone will tell me something completely different. I'll be like, yeah, that's what I should do. And it's like (laughs) it's really important to cultivate that that inner wisdom and kind of like just lower the volume on everything else that's going on outside of you so that you can figure out how to make the best decisions for you. And this is especially true when it comes to food. So I think we can actually, this is a great segue into talking about today's topic. So we're re we're airing one of our older episodes about food shaming. And especially now during the holidays, there's a lot of talk at the dinner table about food, um, what people are eating, what the quote unquote best way to eat is. Um, And sometimes I just think that people communicate in a way where it might be coming from a good place, but um, there's judgment, you know, in, in the tone, there's negativity, there's projection. And so, you know, just being mindful of those things, especially, you know, this would be a great thing that we can all work on for 2020. The title of this episode is why we should all stop food shaming in 2020 because we're sick of it. We talk about what exactly food shaming is for people who are not really sure what we mean or are like, hey, have I ever been food shamed or wait, have I ever food shamed someone? I have definitely been, well, I get food shamed all the time as a dietitian. We talk a little bit about that because people expect you to eat quote unquote perfectly, whatever that even means. I think that's like all BS, but it's really annoying. (laughs) And I'm sure that there's been times that I've food shamed people in the past. I don't think so because I feel like we're trained not to do that. I don't think so in a professional sense, but maybe like in a personal sense, or even like in my mind, subconsciously like judging people. And we talk about why it's really 
unhelpful and how we can all make steps towards stopping this behavior. And if you, whether you're a shamer or a shamey, we talk about what you can do. And I know the motivation for a lot of people who are potentially food shaming is because they may want to help their loved one like eat healthier or have better habits. But we talk about why this shaming approach, it just really doesn't work. And what you can do instead to be less messy with your loved ones and um, people you care about when it comes to their approach to food or their relationship with food. Also, I'm really excited to announce that I'm going to be taking on some new private practice clients in the new year. So I have a few slots that I'm going to be opening up and I like to give free 15 minute consult calls to folks. So if you want to sign up with me and really heal your relationship with food. And you're like, oh, new year, new you, but like, I don't want to be on that whole diet train wreck thing. Then I would highly recommend going over to my website, jessicajonesnutrition.com slash consult and signing up to chat with me to see if we're a good fit to work together. And I kind of do first come first serve basis. The slots usually fill up pretty quick. So if you're interested, I would definitely check it all out. All right. So this episode is short and sweet. Let's just get right into it. Today we're talking food shaming, which is a very interesting topic. And we got the idea for this episode because recently one of my BFFs hit me up and she's like a social media person and yeah, someone hit her up. I think she posted like a picture of a meal and someone was like, are you vegan? And she was like, no, I'm not. And the person was kind of like, well, why? And my friend responded. And this person kind of went off. Like she was going in on like, did you know that you're eating hormones and that you're going to die? Essentially, like this is what she was saying. And we've seen this happen so many times. All the time. Yeah. And it it gets me so upset when people do things like this and they talk to people in that way. So we think today it would be a great idea to address this ridiculousness and talk about why it needs to stop. Yes. We can't anymore with the (laughs) rampant food shaming that goes on. And it's interesting because I think as dietitians, people often think that that's what we do, which is insane to me because I would would be so scared to come to somebody's office and feel like they were going to shame me for whatever it was that I ate. Um, So I think that a lot of what we do is reassuring people that we really don't judge. Like, you guys, we have heard it all beyond belief. So, yeah, there's nothing that would surprise us or make us want to shame somebody. So let's let's start by talking about what food shaming actually looks like and how it typically goes down. So... Typically, you might have someone who is eating a certain type of way or following a certain lifestyle or even trying out a new diet, and it might seem to be working for them, like they're really digging it. And a lot of times when people do start this new diet or way of eating, they are excited about it. Um, Or even if it's an old way of eating something they've been doing for a while, they're excited about it and it works for them. So they want to tell everybody about it and they think that everybody should be doing it. And a lot of times it's not just them sharing their experience, but in a way kind of pushing their experience onto you because they think that 
They know what works best for you. And when it comes down to it, this is not okay. And we're going to talk more about it um, because we should really all be respecting people's food choices and nothing good really comes from making others feel bad about what they're eating. It's just not helpful for anyone. And it's really good if people can do what works best for you and be excited about it. Um, But also mind your business (laughs) because you just don't know what somebody also is going through. Because I know now I work with a lot of people who have disordered eating or who have eating or uh, eating disorder um, currently or even in their past. And so a lot of times my patients have told me that they will use these different types of diets, like veganism is a way to further restrict. So we really have to be mindful of what we're recommending and make sure that it actually is coming from a place of flexibility that actually works for people. And one of one dietitian, her name is Evelyn Tribble, who is very big on intuitive eating. And Wendy and myself have taken her great intuitive eating course. She talks about this a lot. And she says that usually when people kind of start a new um, diet or way of eating that works for them, it's almost like it feels like a religion. And I really, I could identify with what she was saying in terms of, yeah, it feels like a religion and you feel the need to kind of tell people about it. But, you know, if I am Christian and there's someone else who's Muslim, like it's not necessarily appropriate for me to tell somebody else or whoever to tell somebody else that they should convert to your beliefs. So we really don't know the struggles that people have had with food. And it's really important to respect people's choices. And I think it's okay to want people to eat healthier. But again, we're more talking about people who are are following very specific diets and making others feel bad about not doing or eating the exact way that they're eating. Yeah, and also especially with the scare tactics, I think that's my biggest issue because, I mean, aside from it being messed up, it usually doesn't work for people. Like when you try to scare people into making behavior change, it usually just goes to crap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice way of saying it. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like it's not a sustainable way to develop habits because you're doing it from a place of fear. And that's one of my biggest issues with documentaries like What the Health and documentaries like it. Like aside from faulty science that they bring up, it's super irresponsible and it's a breeding ground for disordered eating. Like just said, Mm -hmm. like people that have a history of disordered eating All of this restriction is not healthy. It's not conducive to developing sustainable habits. And so when you present people with information in a way that's meant to scare them, it just develops a very unhealthy relationship to food. People get anxious. They feel hope like hopelessness. So it I mean, it just gets in the way of reaching your health goals and attaining optimal health. And yeah, a lot of people like they come up to us after seeing films like this and they're like, we're going to go vegan. Like with what the health? I had so many people at my job. Mind you. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I work in a clinic and I mean, these are health professionals. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I had so many come up to me like, I watched What the Health. And they thought that they did themselves a huge service by watching it. And they're like, I am going to be a vegan now. And literally, 
the following week, mm-hmm. I would see these same people eating Popeyes in the staff room. And it's like, do you? Because I'm not judging you either way. But I, I think that paints the perfect picture right. for like what we're trying to say. Yeah, It's like they are driven because they see mucus and like pus coming out of me. And they're like, oh my God, like I'm going to have mucus coming out of my eyes if I eat meat. And that's why I'm going to become a vegan. And it's not based in anything real. It's just based on fear because you see all of these images that mm-hmm. are like jam-packed into your brain. Yeah. A better way to look at it is thinking about what is going to make you actually physically feel your best, but not feel like it's mentally depriving you. And I think it is a balance because a lot of times we look at all these external things for how we should eat or what we should do. And it's like, oh, if I do this, like I'm going to feel like this or I'm going to look like this. But really, you you don't know. So I think what can you do that's going to make you feel good in a sustainable way where you're also being flexible with yourself and you're not being too rigid? And I feel like that is really what we try to push people to discover and it's a process and it's different for everybody and the truth of the matter is that there are options and ways for everybody to eat that are sustainable ethical and good for the environment and yes you can eat animal products and not die and also feel good and some of the healthiest populations in the world have been shown to eat plant-based, of course, while also incorporating things like meat, dairy, seafood, and gasp, even wheat. So basically what we're trying to say is that there's no one size fits all. Do what works best for you, not out of fear, but out of satisfaction. Yeah. And also keep in mind your delivery. That's a very important point as well. Like, of course, we want our loved ones to make healthier choices. We want them to live, you know, a long, healthy life free of disease. But it's all about how you talk to people and how you communicate your message. And I always approach it with the patients that I see as a conversation and a conversation more so based out of curiosity into learning about what people are doing, how they're eating and what their motivators are. And so I think when approaching these conversations about food and nutrition, it's important to come from it from like a very loving and open, non-judgmental place and, and like drop any agenda that you have about convincing someone that your way is the way. Uh, because it works well for you. And having these conversations a lot of times can lead to inspiration and motivation for your loved one. It's all about how you do it. Food is super personal. A lot of times our culture is kind of woven in there, our upbringing. So you don't want to tell someone like, do this and do that. And they, you know, they can get very offended. So just keep that in mind. Come from a place of love, curiosity, and openness and be open to having these conversations in a very chill way where essentially you're not telling someone that they're going to (laughs) die. Yeah, because I also sometimes the way that I try to put myself in people's shoes who, yes, could potentially be eating healthier for whatever, um, you know, condition that they're trying to prevent or trying to eliminate. And I, I like to think about like, well, what if somebody told me that my way of eating wasn't the right way of eating, you know, or said that, oh, well, eating primarily plant-based. Now we found the studies show that that's not good. Like, 
I would be really, really resistant to making any kind of change because I like the way that I eat. So just kind of try to put yourself in people's shoes no matter where they are. Like, how would you feel if somebody came to you and was just like, nope, you got to switch this up. This is how you've been eating for 63 years and we're telling you that it doesn't work and da-da-da-da-da. So just, again, like Wendy said, be compassionate and um, really empathetic. So thank you guys for listening to this episode on food shaming. And I hope that you learned something new or at least saw things through a different perspective. And if you did, please share this episode with your friends, family members, even coworkers who you find might actually benefit from it. And of course, while you're sharing, make sure to subscribe in iTunes and give us some stars and also leave a review because it definitely helps our episodes to get to more people, which we definitely want. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Bye. Peace.